Many have tried, many have failed, and she is one of them. It's Fitless with Bianca Brady. Hello, welcome back to Fitless, the podcast, exercise podcast. I'm Bianca Brady, the host. And um, today we're going to be talking about regular yoga. (laughs) Just some regular ass yoga, very basic. Um, And my guest today, very exciting, is my first family member guest. It's my cousin Jaina. Jaina Rogers is here. Hello. Hello. (laughs) So Jaina's just in town for the weekend. We went and saw a Broadway show last night. So fun. Oh, hello. It was great. It was amazing. Um, We loved it. And, you know, we had some laughs. And then this morning we woke up and we omed our way into Sunday. (laughs) Into basic yoga. Basic yoga. Very basic, which is a good compare and contrast from last week, which was more on the extreme end of things. I think it was the most opposite it could be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so Jaina, while also being my cousin, is um, a physical therapist. So she's like pretty involved with moving around. I'm in the biz. She's in the biz. In the industry. So Jaina, tell the people what they want to know. What's your background? What's your journey? What is your truth? (laughs) My truth. Okay. So I think what I've really noticed between all of your guests is somehow they all start with soccer. Right. Everyone like, I started my exercise journey with soccer when I was five. Right. I don't think I ever played soccer. I definitely didn't play soccer. <laughs> but I feel like everybody else, like, I was out in the soccer field and I hated it or I was pretty good. Or, right. But um, I never played soccer. I also grew up in a family that was, my dad was really athletic, but like kind of effortlessly, effortlessly athletic. Right. So he could pretty much play anything at any time, which was like really annoying for me because like organized sports were really a struggle. Yes. I'm not coordinated. I I don't really enjoy the team aspect or the competition aspect of it. So I I don't really get down with any of that. So I kind of put up a wall against any organized sports as a kid. Right. Did you play softball, Jack Berry Little League? Very briefly. As soon as I could quit, I quit. I played one season and then the next year I broke my wrist and I was like, Yes. I'm out of here. <laughs> I would just stand there and just hope I would maybe get hit by a pitch. <laughs> I hated it so much. And I never, ever had like the urge to go out and throw the ball around no. or play catch. Yeah. My sister would and she'd out, she was the athletic one. She's also the, the pleaser in the family. So she <laughs> was pretty good. But I never got into that. And right. then I went to college and I, um, I did the gym thing and it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after college, I didn't do a ton. And then I got a dog and my dog requires lots of exercise. So, right. um, and also my husband requires lots of exercise. <laughs> so we do a lot of like hiking outdoors and trail running. And then I had a couple kids and I felt like I need to do something for myself, Yeah, which got me into yoga. Mm-hmm. So I usually do hot power vinyasa yoga, like two to three times a week. And it's great and it's been really amazing for me because um, not only am I in better shape, but I also feel like 
it allows me to kind of be in my own body um, because otherwise, if I don't, I'm so fidgety. Right. I, like I'm irritated and, and I'm irritated with myself. Like I can't stand my own skin. So if right. I go to yoga, I feel much better. Um, and also in the field, in the biz, yeah. um, I work with mostly older patients who are very lazy. So <laughs> talking about exercise just in general can be like walk around your house six times as you know. Oh wow. Yeah. So there so so exercise can vary between the intensity of hot power yoga for 90, 90 minutes or what I talk about at work, which is basically like try not to sit longer than one hour at a time. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where I am right now with work and personal. It's like a big big spectrum. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would also say besides that, I like doing active things. So like I said, hiking or, um, I have a friend who has a camp, which is on a river. So we'll do some riverboarding or whitewater rafting or, you know, kind of more activities rather than like exercise. Right. Just getting out, moving around, feeling better. And also I like to do active dates with my friends and like we did today, like go out and do a class and then have coffee, which is the perfect way to do it, I think. Absolutely. Make it like a social thing. So you get your exercise out of the way and then you get to gossip with your friends for an hour. It's great. The best. Mm. Yeah. And so we went to a yoga class today, which... You know, I just kind of picked a close class that would work with Location our schedule. Is key. <laughs> and it was a 9 a.m. basic. Uh, with emphasis on the basic. Yeah. And um, there were quite a few elderly people in there. <laughs> and they did after. Jaina said that afterwards they were like, oh, well, let's go get breakfast. Active dates. Yeah. They're on an active brunch so, date. So good for any age. Mm-hmm. So we went to this cute place in my neighborhood called Jaya that I have walked by like a million times and looked at the schedule for a million times, but never gone to. Maybe because it is so accessible. (laughs) I'll get there sometime. like So close. Even if I just have like a vague plan to maybe go (laughs) at some point this week, it's more likely that I will. But so... Under their, they don't really have an about me section on their website that I could find, but they do have class descriptions. So we did basic. The fundamentals of yoga postures, asanas, are introduced and explored in our basic classes with an emphasis on correct alignment, breathing practices, pranayama, and strength building for a solid foundation. If you are new to yoga, please check out the beginners page for more information about getting started and our workshops page for our quarterly beginners series. They have a beginner series? What was what we just did? I mean, okay. It was so basic (laughs) that I didn't even break a sweat. I didn't even put my hair up in a ponytail. And I think the people that go there go to the basic class so that they can go for coffee after just because the timing's right. Yeah, probably. (laughs) 
But honestly, I kind of loved it. <laughs> I know you. I knew you did it the whole time. I was like, oh god. It, well, you I'm know, wasting our time. You didn't waste my time because I feel like I said I get super fidgety and it's right. hard for me to stay in the moment. So it was challenging for me in yeah. that way because I would just realize, like, oh, I'm thinking about a million other things. Yeah. And, and I'm not turning my head the right way. Maybe I should check back in. Yeah. So I think that part was good. Yeah. I mean, I just think like, so after last week where I, you know, I feel pretty good about where I'm at, like physically and I'm, I feel strong and I feel like I can do like kind of push myself to a certain degree and be strong. But last week in Bikram yoga, when I had to leave in the middle and like almost barf and then cry, I don't know <laughs> why, but I still haven't figured that out. But I felt like it was so intense and it was like, you know, not a net positive for me. It felt like, ugh, it just felt too, like too much all at once or something. So I guess this felt like too little all at once. <laughs> I mean, it was very basic. And so is so when you start and you're lying on your back, you're we were like on the floor for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And so what I'm used to is like flow. So we're moving much faster from position to position. Right. And then <laughs> I loved it when she was like, We'll try warrior three and you can put your hands against the wall so there was absolutely no challenge i felt no, like no at challenge all. i think it was more restorative it felt maybe yeah. more restorative and it made sense though for the people who were there because it was like predominantly 60 year olds yeah there were a lot of older people 60 to 70 but then there were some people that i think maybe were in their 40s yeah did the you see the girl who's wearing a sweater yeah, she didn't even take it off. <laughs> she was. She didn't even have to take her sweater like a off. cardigan. <laughs> she did. She was not even moving enough that she had to take right. her, her her cardigan off. Right. So this is, I think, what people think about when they don't maybe respect yoga as an exercise. Like the old, like when yoga first started coming around, and people were like, "That's just stretching." Maybe they were talking about this. Yeah, well, I think I think yoga can really span a lot of different things because sometimes you can go into a class and just do breathing exercises right. and that has a lot of value. And sometimes you go into a class and you do Bikram and it's hot as can be on a carpeted floor, which I'm not a fan of. No. <laughs> um, and sometimes you might go in and you might... So I've always had a dream that I'm going to go into yoga class and just lay on my mat the whole time. Oh, and I would never do it great. because once you're like, okay, I'm here, I might as well do something. I feel like I laid on my mat the whole time today. So that was also something that was fun about it. Yeah. No, because the Shavasana portion, which is if you've never been to yoga at the very end where you lie down and just kind of breathe and I don't know. What is it? You rest. It's you Shavasana rest. means corpse pose. So you're literally supposed to be lying there almost dead and relaxed and letting everything go yeah but before we did that pose we did we did another shavasana, a different shavasana <laughs> where your legs were just up against the wall which i love that's my favorite with a block under your hips is my uh, favorite so yeah. good and everything just like all the blood like rushes out of your feet and they sort of fall asleep in a weird way mm -hmm. 
and then straight from that into corpse pose. <laughs> it's it's a done deal for you, Bianca. So relaxed. So committed there. <laughs> so relaxing. So compared to Bikram, which is so intense and so challenging and so specific, mm-hmm. did you feel like coming into this class, you were just going to take it for whatever it was and you were going to take it easy and relax? Or did you feel like you wanted to push yourself a little bit? Um. Well, I felt like because it was so slow and simple, I was able to like do my best at each individual pose that we were doing. Because sometimes in the faster flow classes, Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm flailing around and I'm not doing any of it right. right. And then I'm like, well, I'm not getting the benefits out of this either because I'm just kind of trying to keep up. Sure. Yeah. But obviously I think that would be, you know, remedied by going back (laughs) more than (laughs) once, like every six months or something, you know, but this is like, I can see like, if this was like my neighborhood spot that I went to all the time, I would start and I would do this class, like maybe one more time. And then I would try ones. Cause I know that they have right hot, harder levels. And the the women who were coming into the class right after were like mm-hmm. banging yoga mm-hmm. ladies, like mm-hmm. super hot, mm-hmm. um, like lean, muscular, gorgeous women. <laughs> and like, oh no, I'm I'm here for the other class. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm here for the uh, old lady one. So that's more where I fit in. I feel like our teacher was great though. Oh, she was great. She was great because also she. Like, there are certain teachers who you know that they, like, I don't know, like, when they say, like, if you want to challenge yourself, do this one. Mm -hmm. And even though you're supposed to be, like, being honest Mm -hmm. with your body and checking in, I automatically feel when they say that, like, if I'm not even trying that, then I've failed. Right. And she never said that. She never said, like... (laughs) For the more challenging or for the, if you feel good about this, then do this. It was very basic. I can't reiterate enough how basic (laughs) it was. (laughs) It was, it was though, it was a nice way to kind of have a Sunday though. Totally. And I think, you know, it's, I mean, it's a little bit what we were talking about last night. Like what at dinner, which we ate together because we've been together we've been together but like the idea that exercise has to be one thing Mm. for you like if you're not trying to lose weight if you're right you know if if you're not like getting your heart rate up or really sweating Mm -hmm. then you haven't done exercise Mm -hmm. like I think that that's kind of a damaging idea because if somebody who sits around all the time and is kind of down on themselves, like were to go to that class and be really successful right. at it, That's then right. it would be like a huge confidence mm-hmm. booster. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, it was wicked easy for us, but you know, don't discredit the fact that it's like not going to be easy for everyone. everyone. Yeah, that's true. 
I agree with you there. Some of your patients, maybe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. If you walked around your house six times today, you would exercise. <laughs> Imagine Bianca, you'd be like, yes. Yeah, done. exactly. <laughs> Could take it easy now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, I think the class was great. I feel like it went by quickly. Yeah. It was 85 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. And which I felt like felt like 30, maybe. I mean, I was kind of bored at some times, but <laughs> also I was bored because I wasn't paying attention. Because you know? it was so slow. So, so right. Slow. It's a challenge in that way. Yeah. It's like, and you know, I don't know much about something I want to look into, like from a research point of view, but like the fact that yoga has been around for so long, but it like just came to the US not so long ago Mm -hmm. and became super popular. And there is this like sort of spiritual element Mm -hmm. to it. And it's not something that like the sort of average yoga class goer really engages with. But I mean, I think maybe to really do it, there is that meditative part where Mm -hmm. it's like all about your breathing and Mm -hmm. where your brain's at, like Mm -hmm. what you're thinking about. I mean, I think it's similar to what I told you the other day is that I go to this class and at the end of the class, we go through a guided meditation Mm -hmm. and the guided meditation is you're lying on your back and you go through each body part and you have to light up the body part and then you know, right hand, right first finger, second finger, third finger. I am gone by the time I get to my right leg and I fall asleep every time. And then I wake up and it's like, and now close up your head. And I'm like, what? When did my head open up? What's (laughs) happening? Why is there gold sparks coming out of my head? But I do think you're right. We have to kind of go through that meditative process to figure it out, to be a yogi. To be to be a yogi, not to go for exercise, but to right. be a yogi. Right. But I think that's important too. I mean, so maybe we need to have a better commitment mentally to exercise rather than just kind of doing it for the reasons, like we said, losing weight or increasing your heart rate or, right. like I said, being able to drink wine later. Whatever it is, it's personal besides being functional. Right. Definitely. Yeah, because... Jaina knows my mom and she, my mom's a big time runner. And I know that, you know, she runs for health and fitness, but predominantly she runs for like an antidepressant almost. Mm -hmm. Like even if you go out and go for a walk and have like 30 minutes to yourself, for me, I feel much better Mm -hmm. and much more relaxed Mm -hmm. and less anxious. So like, I don't know, go to like a friggin' basic, regular ass yoga class every once in a while. Just go. Just go there, lie on your mat for double shavasana, (laughs) and you're gonna feel great. Yeah. You're gonna be calm and collected and just ready for the day. Yeah. Have coffee with your friends, make it a thing. But don't you also really feel like. I don't know, being a mom, I also feel like the pressure of putting kids in organized sports is Mm -hmm. ridiculous, especially as someone who doesn't want to attend organized sporting events for children. And really, like, I'm not good at them, so I don't want to practice them with kids. Right. So even for kids, put them in your basic yoga class. Yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, I I don't get why that is. Like, why do... Why do kids have to play soccer? 
they all play soccer. I mean, seriously, I feel like when you're like, had your first guest, I think it was Dory, and she said she did sports, and then everybody after that, well, it started with soccer. And I don't know why they, they just, the people have decided that the kids at the age of four or five will play soccer. Right. So funny. Because it's not something that like, especially in the U.S., like I think globally a lot of adults play soccer mm-hmm. for fun, like in the park. And here in New York, you'll see like a bunch of people like getting out together playing soccer. And they do have those like Zog sports things where you can like, join up and play soccer, volleyball or whatever. But like if you're trying to introduce your child to like activity, why would you do like this is an activity that you do that, you know, you'll never do once you graduate from high school or middle school. And like it's not like there's a huge soccer like professional soccer thing that people are in the U.S. that they're trying to get into. I mean, there is. So that's interesting, right? So you think about this, like you play organized sports because that's what you're supposed to do when you're a kid. Right. And then you go to college and you don't play organized sports anymore. So like, what? it's a strange situation. Right. Like, what like you- then you like join the college gym, like yeah. you graduate from soccer to the gym. But I don't think my college even had a gym. And if they did, I didn't know about it. Yeah, mine did. And I went. But I never, like, I didn't go that much because I kind of hated it. I will never run on a treadmill. I just, it's so boring. Sorry, Bill. I might do the concept too. <laughs> Next to Mark, the Olympian. No, but I mean, I think if you find the right thing for you, yeah. that's fine. It may be the gym is the right thing. Yeah. My dad has gone to the gym. I mean, like his whole life. I don't know what he does at the gym. I know he goes to spin class, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what else he does at the gym. I don't know if he lifts weights, but he's always gone to the gym. I know he goes and takes a steam, which I think is like he goes in the steam room, but I don't know about what other exercise he does there. So, I mean, I guess some people like the gym. Yeah. I mean, Jack... My yeah, stepdad, totally. He, but it's the club. It's the club. Yeah, it's, it's the club. The I went up to the club. There's a bar inside and the club. And there's a bar so, I mean, in there. That's a different story. <laughs> and he plays racquetball, which I would love to try someday because yeah. I, I don't even think I've seen racquetball. I've just constantly heard about it for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be your thing. That should be a, an episode. It seems like the the guy version of like this yoga thing that just happened. They play racquetball. And then so they go out for coffee. Or the bar. To the bar, <laughs> which is in the gym. I mean, they make it so easy. Yeah. They have fun. Yeah. I mean, yes, I think maybe yoga is the guy's racquetball or maybe the guy's golf. I think like a lot of guys get together yeah, and play golf and they do that thing. Is golf exercise? Well... I, I mean, we could do that for does this count as exercise? Well, was that your plan? No. Oh, well, then we'll go with your plan. Okay, but let's talk about golf. Is for golf a sec. exercise? Because yeah. your exercise dad plays golf too, to right? It. Yeah, he, he plays golf too. There's exercise components to it, and I think it's athletic. I think it requires like body awareness and a skill, mm-hmm. and you have to practice. Right. But does that count as exercise? If you take a golf cart, no. If you don't take a golf cart, maybe. 
Well, I mean, I think if you take a golf cart and you're walking, it's not golf that you're counting as exercise. You're counting the walking right. as exercise. I guess so it was true. actually the like the plan of like trying to get the ball in a hole that is far away exercise. I think it's a game. Oh, them's fighting words. Well, if what we just did, if we weren't to count that as exercise, then I don't count golf either. Because I think what we did is more exercise than golf. Yes, but I think golf requires more skill. True. So agreed. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Sorted that out. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you're right. Like there's this is what we're getting into. Like it's more of a so, like exercise as a so, a social thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like hanging out with the guys and like right. doing stuff on the. Yeah, and a lot of guys play basketball together, which I think is more exercise than golf. So my husband plays golf, I mean, plays basketball twice a week in the morning before school he teaches, right? So he gets up at like 5.15 and goes and plays basketball. And when he doesn't go, he feels badly because like, oh, I got to be there at my team. Like, but <laughs> it's like four on four, like guys over 40. And he's like, yeah, it's so fun. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> and I think he does count that as exercise, but also as like dude time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that there are groups of women who do that too. And golf. Yeah. And racquetball. Yeah. I just have never met them. <laughs> but if you're out there, get in touch. Get in touch. Because I want to be friends with you. <laughs> See, you could just get involved in like a post-childhood organized sports yeah, league. Yeah, because I could never handle it when I was little. I, I think I mentioned on the Bill Wadman episode that I like had extreme anxiety mm-hmm. Because the unpredictable movement of other children, I don't know, I was afraid of like getting bumped into or like running. I I can't even explain it. So why wouldn't you be nervous now? I think I sort of would be. Like it would take a lot. Because it's like I just freeze up. I don't know where to go. I don't know where anybody else is going. And so then you'd be out there and you're like, not for me. Bye, guys. Yeah, I'd be like, I'll like get the snacks together. I'll keep score. Do people do that? I'll keep score. I'll run the lights. I was the, in freshman year of high school, me and my two friends decided, because if you did a sport, you didn't have to do gym. Mm -hmm. But another thing that's terrible. Yeah. Gym. Ugh. But if you were a manager of a sports team, it you counted. also didn't have to do gym. So we were the volleyball managers freshman year. Did you have to go to the games? Had to go to all the games. Away kept matches? Score. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kept score, shagged balls. I don't know what that means. Just pick them up, put them away. <laughs> <laughs> but shag is the like, professional yeah. term? Yeah, you have to, we had to shag them. And we did it. But they were like, The girls were, it was varsity, and we were freshmen, and they were kind of mean to us. They're like, Which is like, Managers. High school. And I think the manager that they had had before was like a guy who was like really into like keeping score and cheering them on, and he graduated or something, and then they got stuck with us. And I was the only one of my friends who like 
could figure out how to keep score oh. like t- in a timely way because a girl who was managing for a different team one time showed me her method. Oh, that's so good. And it was kind of complicated for us. But was it exercise? Definitely not. What about shagging balls? Is that exercise? No, <laughs> no definitely not. Hmm. And yeah. Also in high school, so Jaina's sister, my other cousin, she went to the same high school as me, but graduated before I started, like one year. And she was like kind of legendary in oh the sports gosh. community. So mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you're Natalie's cousin. And I was like, well, don't worry about it because <laughs> you're not going to see me. <laughs> well, yeah, she did play volleyball and softball. But also, she just sort of has this personality that you kind of know her. Oh, yeah. And she had the master key to all the dorms, I think, to the whole school. Which yeah. Is, I, I mean, mean, that's pretty cool. She was she was a star. <laughs> Everyone was like, what happened to you? It's like, well, you know, I'm just here. Just hanging out. So that was like me, though, because I'm also like a little introverted and quiet. And I feel like the pressure was really on for her to like, you know, be yeah. the <laughs> be the outgoing one and... Have that personality, which she does. She does. So do you remember when I said to you yesterday, when people ask me something like, oh, well, I'm not feeling well or whatever. Uh-huh. And my answer is always like, are you getting enough exercise? Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's a good answer? Because I think it's a really good answer. I, I do think so. I mean, my mom, who's an exercise person and a nurse, always says that if exercise came in a pill... It would be prescribed to almost everyone for almost every like ailment that they have. I'm going to use that. Yeah. That's a good one. And so she really like antidepressants, you know, like blood, pre- you know, all those mm-hmm. things that you might have a problem, like a health problem, like start there, you mm-hmm. know, if you're in pain, start by moving around, mm-hmm. like seems so counterintuitive but it's actually like the best thing you can do for yourself. And especially with like depression and those emotional things, like it's so easy to be like, well, I'm absolutely too sad to like do anything. And that also perpetuates a pain cycle. Yes. And And it's so so hard hard to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But even like basic yoga, which believe me, you can do if you're, a lot if you can do what we just did. <laughs> if you can unroll your mat and lie down on the right. floor, you can do it. You can do it. You can definitely do it. Yeah. So I think that that's a great answer. Are you getting enough exercise or maybe like even gentler language? Like, have you been moving around? Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. My follow-up question, if they're like, yeah, I think so. It's, are you drinking enough water? Oh, Yeah. And then it usually gets me out of answering any more questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so. They're like, but my shoulder still hurts. You're like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Do what I said, exercise and water. They're like, but my lower back, mm-hmm. I don't know, my shoes. You're like, orthotics, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes it's the truth. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so classic segment, does this count as exercise? Part two. I know we've done so many. Um, I think I know what you're going to say, but walking the dog. The way I walk the dog, I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Because I will do like a lot of trail running with him. 
I will do when I walk the dog, it's not the dog walks me. It's serious. Yeah. Like we're gonna go and we're gonna walk. And if the dog's on a leash, my dog's often not on a leash, but if the dog is on a leash, like we're moving. We're not like sniffing around. We're not stopping. So I think yes. Mm-hmm. But I do see a lot of people walking their dogs here and the dog's like sniffing around yeah. and like hanging out. And the little dog we saw this morning who was so cute was waiting for us to walk by him. Yeah, he like didn't want to be walking in front of us at all. <laughs> he had a little black turtleneck on. on. <laughs> yeah, he was just like Steve Jobs. <laughs> Another one. (laughs) So he, you know, I don't think that counts as exercise, but I do think walking the dog is exercise. Yeah. Sometimes um, my neighbor will ride his bike and walk his dogs. I feel like that's less exercise because he doesn't go very fast on his bike. Right. Randy. Um, (laughs) But I do feel like walking the dog is for the most part exercise if you make it exercise. Yeah. But it also could depend on the dog. Well, if your dog has really short legs, you can't go that fast. Well, I think you can go still faster. Okay. I think a dog can always run faster than a human. Yeah. I mean, even really small ones, I think they could if they tried a little harder. (laughs) (laughs) I do think that. I've seen like corgis run across the beach and they have very short legs and they're pretty fast. Yeah. I remember because I used to be a dog walker here in Brooklyn and there were some dogs who were so lazy. It you was didn't the go. funniest thing. Like, there was a dog named Trudy who <laughs> refused to walk. And so what I'd have to do is hold her and walk like four or five blocks away. And then I would do this thing, which I'm sure didn't work, where I would cover her eyes and spin <laughs> around in a circle. <laughs> I would cover her eyes, spin around in a circle to try and trick her because all she would want to do is walk home. But I figured if I disoriented her (laughs) enough, she would not be able to find her way. But obviously dogs find their way by smell, so it didn't actually work. It was more just fun for me. Did you make up that method or did the owner say, well, this is what we do? No, I made up the method. (laughs) I was like, all right, Trudy, figure it out. And then there was another dog named Frisbee. She just hated. There was was a little Yorkie named Hunter and I would have to like shuffle behind him to even get him to move forward. Like, what are you guys doing? You're dogs. You're supposed to want to do this. Like, well, I also think too, like, if your dog gets used to being lazy, yeah, then it would just continue to be lazy. Yeah. Or I don't know. So, my dog is pretty high energy. So, the active dog for the active lifestyle, mm-hmm. we always keep him busy. And so, what that's really done is ruined everything for us because if we want to be lazy, we can never be lazy. Right. Because he'll stare. He'll stare. He'll stare. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I guess we'll go. And then he, he keeps his eyes on you until, you know, you really know what he wants to yeah. do. So I think you're right. Like maybe the dog, if the dog is used to kind right. of taking it a little slower, then maybe it's not exercise yeah. then. I guess so. So maybe if you're feel, still feeling like you're not motivated to exercise, get a dog. Get a dog. And you'll never be able to not. No, and you won't be depressed either because yeah, dogs make people happy. It's the solution. Mm-hmm. Get a dog. Mm-hmm. Dogs need homes. So get a dog. I think that's really what we've learned. Bring your dog to basic yoga. Downward facing dog. You got it. And it's all connected. Mm -hmm. 
Shavasana, Vinyasa, all these words. Namaste. Namaste, Om, the whole nine. We omed a lot. I didn't know the chants, but they all knew the chants. Yeah. I wish I knew the chants. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting. But I also like sort of feel like that's my whole thing. Like I feel like a liar because if I'm like doing om and chanting, but I have no idea why, I'm like, am I allowed? Like, am I intruding on some sort of a sacred ritual or is it fine? It's fine. I think they want you to come in and then the more you show up, you start to figure things out. Yeah. Yeah, because I could see, like, she would say what to do, and you would already know what it meant. Well, yeah, some things. And then sometimes, again, I wasn't listening enough. So, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so I did know a lot of the things, but that's just from experience. Like, they they use the Sanskrit words a lot. Yeah. That's the word, Sanskrit. Like, asana and trikonasana, which is triangle. That's the one I know. Trikonasana. Uh Uh-huh. And probably vinyasa and chaturanga we did no low planks how amazing was that we did zero low planks what's low plank so when you're in high plank and you go halfway down and then you move into up dog you kind of go into like halfway down plank where you're like balancing halfway down which is hard and then you move into up dog but she took us to the ground every time we did (laughs) not a single low plank it was very chill. There was no chaturanga like, at all. I do not have to take a shower at <laughs> all, <laughs> which is a plus. It's a plus, yeah. Um, all right. Well, any final thoughts? Um, no, I think we covered it. I think we touched on some big issues here. Yeah. We're really figuring it out. We're parsing it out episode to episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so as always, uh, thanks for listening. And um, welcoming me into your earbuds with open heart and open mind, Chaturanga. Namaste. (laughs) Namaste. (laughs) As always, thanks to Bill Wadman. He is the tech guy. Thank you, Bill. Um, He taught me how to do it myself now, so I'm going to try and put everything up by myself for the first time, but probably going to. Send him a couple texts. He's right around the Um, corner. He's right around the corner. We're neighbors, so. Um, And, you know, tell your friends. Why not tell your friends about the show? And if you have any suggestions about what you think we should do, you could put that in your iTunes review that you write, if you want to write one, and rate the podcast. And, um, yeah. Well, Jaina, thanks for coming to town and being on the show. Yeah. And I love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Bye-bye.